Welcome to Sassy Esoterics. This is a, another special eclipse season mini astro recording with our beloved and favorite astrologer, Susan Grace. Welcome, Susan. Thanks. I'm so glad to be with you too. We're glad to have you. Always. Before we started recording, we were discussing where we are. And if you're listening to this in the future, we're recording this between, um, we're recording this honestly on December 7th, 2020, and we're between eclipses and it's heavy. And when I'm unsure about what's happening and, and where to go, I looked what Susan is telling us about what's happening astrologically. So Susan, can you share with us where we are and where we're going? Sure. So as we're speaking now, we are at the halfway mark between eclipses. And this is where during every eclipse season, it starts to feel super weird. It's hard to tell where we are, what's real, what's gonna happen next. It's just a really weird spot. So this is whenever I tell people, you just need to coast on through this whole thing. So <clears throat> the second eclipse um, of this pair is on the 14th. It involves, so obviously it's a new moon solar eclipse. So it's sun, moon, Mercury will be involved. South node will be involved and it'll be conjuncting the galactic center. And Mars and Aries is going to try and into it. And Mars is going to start scoring into the stuff happening in Capricorn. It is a lot. It's a lot. And first of all, a solar eclipse is a lot. It's like, it's like the way that I describe it. It's like having a defibrillator for your, for your ego and, your, and who you know yourself to be. So it goes boom. And you see yourself differently. It feels really big. It's also on the galactic center. So if you're someone who has placements on the galactic center, I happen to, um, and Elena does, okay? Mm -hmm. Life always feels really big anyway. And so to put an eclipse on it as well, it's just huge. And so this one is in Sagittarius. And my feeling on this is that people are going to um, double down on what they believe. And that's, that's, the, and that's the general instruction of the galactic center is the beliefs you hold will dictate the world you live in, okay? But if everyone is doubling down on their beliefs, that means everyone thinks they're right and other people aren't. And Mars is involved, that, that should be uh, protection of vulnerability. It should be standing in the, na the name of something that's for the greater good. That's what it should be. But the lower octave of it is aggression and anger and conflict. And then that Mars squaring into the Capricorn stuff, it is conflict between individual and control systems. Boom. And uh, frankly, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that already from 2020, everyone's fatigued. And so when you're fatigued, you can get caught off guard. You cannot pay attention to something you should be paying attention to. You cannot take action when you think you when really you should. And when you've just had it, people can go at each other because they're fed up and, and nerves are frayed. So um, I think the intent of the eclipse is to get us positioned to start walking into the future. 
Jupiter and Saturn clicking into Aquarius December 21st is there's a better way for us to be human. That's the intent. But the downside is everyone thinks they know of a better way. And sometimes a better way involves old paradigm issues of control and dominance, which is what we're supposed to be leaving behind. Resistance to evolving. People who resist evolving think that they're right too. And that's concerning to me. The approach to 2021, a lot of people on social media, at least, you know, um, seem to be doing what we often do in December of, you know, this year has been horrible. Let us go into this January 1st and everything is reset, which is ridiculous. So I think that it's important as spiritual teachers that we prepare people for this. Um, and while, you know, there's the universal what's going on, I think that there's a balance and I'm curious what you think about this. We hadn't planned for this part of the conversation, but this, this pops into my head. 2020 personally has been actually a pretty good year for me in the middle of all of this. So what do you think about preparing people for, here's what we're looking at universally, be concerned, watch what you believe without necessarily saying, and also your life is going to be crap. What are your thoughts on that? I think that if you are contributing to the messaging of a flailing control system that says, fight each other, be afraid, you need me, you're where you should not be, flat out, if you're doing any of that. Aquarius is about finding what you resonate with you, finding what you resonate with and what you don't. So be moving away from things that don't resonate with you anymore and stepping into what does. And then within that, we find ourselves and each other and we build webs and we get stronger and stronger. Personally, how I'm handling it is I'm, re I'm really getting honest with myself about what resonates with me and what doesn't and what is my role within it. Right? What is my role? What, what do I, what, how do I want to spend my time? What's my contribution? And it might look different. I, mean, I might change the way I'm doing this. I'm definitely going to change the way I'm doing this <laughs> because, because I'm here for it. I'm here for, let's try new things. Let's build new worlds. Let's find what, yeah. what, what truly gets into our hearts and in our bones. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. But for some people, they, they it, it's, there's, it's, it's, it's staying caught in what has already collapsed in Capricorn, the stories of how you thought things were going to go. Well, they're not. Okay. Life is not a story. Life happens. Yeah. Wanting to stay within the safety of what's always been done in traditions and rules. And please tell me what to do and I'll obey. Not doesn't hold water anymore. No. Wanting things to stay the same, wanting to be controlled because you're too scared to take a risk, those kinds of things. That's where, that's where people are going to get into trouble. Yeah. Do you have any advice for those of us that, well, I mean, this is a two-part question because everybody knows somebody who is probably feeling those things, like that fear of moving forward. But then that, you know, 
being that everybody knows somebody, there's how we handle people in these experiences. And then there's also, what if we are the person in this experience, you know, that's not wanting to move forward. Do you have any advice on how to break out of that or how to help people that we love come forward with it? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Aquarius. Aquarian energy is detached. Yeah. So if you're, first of all, if you're going in new directions and you're finding what resonates with you and what doesn't, and you start detaching from the things that don't resonate with you anymore, you're probably going to see people fall away. You probably are. You're probably going to witness people struggling and be like, I've done all I can. If you're afraid of progress, if you're afraid of going in, in new directions, if you're afraid of leaping, first of all, I'd, I'd as fast as possible start studying people who already have and see that they're still alive. Yeah. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, uh -huh. and, and, and supporting each other and being like, oh my God, I want to do something new, but I'm really scared. And, and get people around you who go, oh, I totally believe in you. You can absolutely do that. Right on. I mean, be, be, make good decisions along the way, but get, get support. If you're scared of change, get help. And I'm not, I'm not one of those people who stands around going, you need to get some help. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you, if you go, I'm definitely struggling. Okay. Tell somebody, yeah. come to me, go to you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it is definitely going to take some adjusting. The littlest changes need adjusting. My son's father was sleeping on my couch for a year because his condo got blown out by a tornado. He left finally back into his condo this weekend. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like having my own place back, you got to adjust. You got to readjust to how you're living your life. Little things, little things up to the very big things like technology taking over so much of what we do and ending an age where humans have become mechanized. We're going to have to adapt to that. And if you're like, oh God, how am I going to get through that? We're going to figure it out. That's how we're going to figure it out. There are going to be problems we need to solve and think in new directions and create a new way of being. But don't you want to do that? Don't you want to be free? I mean, I do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, that, that free, breaking out into freedom can be terrifying. If you're leaving an unlocked cage that you've been in your entire life, I, I think probably I've been in prison before because I watch a lot of prison shows. <laughs> when, people, home. Yeah, when people go, go out of prison, they have to figure out what to do with themselves. Yeah. They have to figure out like where to live and how to get a job and what are they going to do next? And it's scary. It's scary to go out into freedom whenever you've been under control that's told you everything to do every waking moment and if you're walking into freedom and you got to figure out what to do with yourself hell yeah it's scary if you're escaping from prison I bet you you're running hoping I hope they don't shoot me in the back I had that when I left corporate America I thought somebody's going to come get me and they still haven't so good news <laughs> <laughs> I think using that analogy the successful person is the person who's preparing for leaving that cage before they do in whatever way that they can. 
so that's part of the growth too. Even if you don't know what's out there, you know, not, not walking out blindly thinking that everything is going to be fine just because you're leaving, just because you're going through a door. Yeah, and there's there's lots of ways to do this. If you feel like you're going to do, move into something new, some people flat out leap. I leaped, um, but other people are like, I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna leap. I can feel it. It's gonna be within months or a couple years or whatever your feeling is. And in the background, go. I'm gonna start working on that, so that when you go, it goes click. You just you just go in a new direction. I mean, it it depends on the individual. Like some people are forced into change because they've been resisting so long that the energies are like, I, we're not asking you anymore. We're telling you today's the day that, that happens. <laughs> I know, I know it does. <laughs> and listeners, you don't know this because you can't see this, but Elena flinched and leaned back when she said that. So true. Yeah. Well, I suggested to Susan that we not try to sugarcoat anything. So as we're preparing to sign off, I just want to let our, our listeners know that as, as teachers, we feel like it's our jobs to hold up the light and show you what's what and what we see yeah. um, mm -hmm. and be here for you. So Susan, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Yeah, there is. We are in this together. Nobody's doing this alone. Life is not picking on you. It's gonna be okay. It is, it's gonna be okay. And we're gonna do it together. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Susan, as always. Thanks for having me. Listeners, um, of course, in the show notes, we'll make sure that you know how to work with Susan Grace. We trust what she has to share um, and hope that, that you'll check out all of her offerings. Until we talk to you next time, Susan, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks.